This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right. Well, we've uh, already arrived at uh, one of these scenarios where absenteeism or sick days uh, are either excessive or the teachers, the teaching assistants, rather, the uh, custodial staff and so on and so forth, feel that this is something uh, that shouldn't be taken away or clawed back from them. And uh, when you've got this kind of a rift, that seems like it's a sticking point. Uh, Other than that, uh, I guess the trustees are suggesting that uh, otherwise everything seems to be on the same page uh, in terms of benefits and uh, so on and so forth. Let's find out how Merritt Stiles feels about it. The NDP's education critic has joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Merritt, good to have you back. Good afternoon. Great to be here. Thank you. All right. So uh, what we've got here, the QP folk uh, representing on the custodial workers and teaching assistants, for example, are saying that uh, this is unfair to be uh, trying to reduce their uh, sick days, and yet the government in turn is saying absenteeism is one of these issues that they have to address. How do you see it? Well, look, I mean, I'm not at the bargaining table with these parties, so I'm not privy to all the back and forth and detail, but I can say that I don't think we would be in this position that we are in today uh, if the government hadn't already started to make pretty significant and grievous cuts to our education system. I don't think we would be in here today if they weren't looking to, to find cuts and savings, and, and it, frankly, I think it's generally on the back of the students who are paying the price. Well, all right, but the government's uh, assertion is that this is a place that they can find savings uh, by addressing absenteeism, where if I understand correctly, uh, on average now, uh, and this is from the Ontario Catholic School Trustees Association, CUPE members take in excess of 15 days of sick short-term disability leave each year, and they're seeking changes to this plan that they hope will reduce absenteeism levels. QP's not engaging on this. QP thinks that uh, that's a dog that won't hunt. Well, you know, again, I'm not at the bargaining table, but I will say this. You know, we we know that these are among the lowest paid workers in our educational system. And as your previous caller mentioned, I mean, like a lot of folks are, are perhaps only on one wage, maybe 38000 a year. You know, living in Toronto, it's not a lot if you're trying to support a family on that. And there are huge pressures on our education system. So we're dealing with already, and, and it's already been pretty hard before this government got elected, but now we're dealing with, you know, more kids in a classroom, fewer educational assistants, um, cutbacks at all levels, and there's no way that that doesn't make for a more um, difficult environment for the people that are doing this important work. And it is stressful. I think it's stressful. I mean, uh, uh, but I'll be honest. I mean, I, I, I don't know what the government's, where they get their numbers from, and uh, I know that um, QP disputes them. You know, at the end of the day, I have to deal with, and I think we as Ontarians have to question, you know, how it is that this government is going to squeeze more um, out of our education system and not affect students. And we see it right now. We see the students being the ones to bear the burden no matter what. All right. But what we've had is uh, a government, after 15 years, they inherited a mess in terms of finances in the province. I think we'd all accept that. I mean, that's from the financial accountability officer, the auditor general on down. Uh, And so if they want to rein in spending so that they're not as a third or fourth line item in the budget servicing a debt, that could avail us of all kinds of wonderful things on health care, social services, infrastructure, and of course, education. So doesn't the Ford government have to be... uh, responsible in a fiduciary matter and maybe rein in spending on education. I, 
I, you know, I, I, I think we all want, you know, financial responsibility from our governments. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, what they're doing here is going to impact our society, our healthcare system, our economy in a negative way. And you heard the Financial Accountability Office say this just last week, that what we're looking at amounts to 10,000 fewer teachers in our schools within the next four to five years. And they talked as well about what the impact is going to mean in terms of students. And, and that is not a healthy situation. And this government has found room for all kinds of other, you know, hefty salaries for some of their friends and tax cuts here and there for the wealthiest, but they haven't actually they haven't actually talked about how we invest in our schools, and that's what we need. So I'm, I think it's about priorities, John. I really do. And I, I think at the end of the day, what this government's proposing to do to education is going to be devastating. Well, all right. I didn't want to put the cart before the horse because we'll find out what the teachers are doing. I was just talking about these educational mm-hmm. assistants and custodial workers. Do you think, like, uh, because they're no longer going to clean hallways, offices, gyms, schoolyards, and things like that, that's going to impact? the educational experience of the students? Well, you know, I was at a school this morning, and, you know, they're not really feeling the impact right now, but in a few weeks' time, you know, when the gym hasn't been cleaned, uh, I think administrators, principals are going to have to make decisions about whether they keep those gyms open. And, And that's where it does begin to impact students. And, you know, the other piece of this is, look, I mean, these are the education workers who do kind of go out of their way already to help with a lot of the extracurriculars. And that's where we're also going to see, I think, this impact students. And it didn't need to be this way because I actually really believe that the government had a choice to make early on. And by going after the education workers um, from day one and making these cuts uh, before they even hit the bargaining table, um, they set a very bad tone. We did not have to be here today. Well, all right. When I read to you, uh, QP members take in excess of 15 days of six short-term disability leave each year. Uh, I don't know that that necessarily is commensurate to what you might find, say, in private industry or anything like that, is it? Well, I don't know. And and again, like those numbers coming from the government, I, I have no idea. I'm not at the bargaining table. But I do know that people who work with children, like early education um, educators and stuff like that, um, they, they do. They do have a lot of sick days, partly because they're around a lot of little sick children. Um, but also, you know, we, we know that education workers have been telling us that uh, for years now that, um, that the stress of the system, the, the um, experiences that they're having in the classroom and in the schools is leading to more injuries and more illness. Now, again, I'm not at the bargaining table. I think what we, what the government needs to do right now to make sure that we get back on track is just say, look, we're not going to just unilaterally, you know, cut 10,000 teachers and cut program funding that, that means, you know, proper funding for custodians and, and educational assistance and special needs. Like, let's start funding education properly, and then we might be able to have a real grown-up conversation between government and union about, you know, how we build a strong public education system. All right. By the way, those 10,000 teachers, uh, not cuts per se, they're just, it's through attrition, is it not? Yeah, so what that means is that basically all the, re- you know, you're expecting a certain number of retirements, and those retirements will not be filled. So, yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean layoffs, although there are other layoffs happening in other programs that have been cut. But it, it, what it does mean is that's 10,000 fewer teachers. So that means that that means much more class, uh, much bigger classes, uh, courses that are going to be canceled, and, and it is actually 10,000 fewer teachers in our system than we should be having by then. Yeah. Well, all right, because class size increases, and uh, therefore, I mean, on a per capita basis, uh, those 10,000 may not necessarily be missing. It's just that there will be 
more students on a per capita basis with teachers. By the way, uh, I'll leave it for now. I've got a lot of people who wanted to weigh in on this, and they come you know, from a background yeah. in education, so uh, we'll see. And just a correction on those excess of 15 days of sick and short-term disability. That's not the government's numbers. That's the Ontario Catholic School Trustees Association. The trustees are on side with the government, thinking that absenteeism has to be reined in, and they can find some savings on that front. And you, of course, disagree. Uh, Merritt, always a pleasure. I thank you for weighing in. Thank you. Merritt Stiles, again, is the NDP's education critic. Let's come back. I know uh, I do see on the line that I've got folks who are in the education system uh, and with QP as well. So we'll continue on in this vein till the top of the hour. Uh, is the government playing hardball unreasonably here, offering 1% as an increase? 38 is the base salary, 38000 But it's these sick days and absenteeism that has become the sticking point. Again, uh, we heard earlier that the current short-term disability leave allows... 120 days, 11 of those are payable at 100%, and the 120, whereas they used to be 90%, the government's saying uh, you'd only get 60% of the pay. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.